A warning. This story contains discussions around homophobia and reference to suicide. A lot of things can get in the way of love. Timing, money, family. And sometimes it's the British. Or rather, what the British did over 150 years ago. When Britain colonized India in the 1800s, they introduced a bit of law, Section 377 of the Indian Penal Code. Under this, same-sex relationships were effectively deemed illegal and could be punishable by a lengthy prison sentence. This legislation would go on to affect the lives and impact the freedoms of queer people in India for generations to come. In this episode, we meet two such people. Two people who found love and had to fight to hold on to it. This is a story of fate, heartbreak, and hope for the future. So we are together from last to next two years and we are very happy and enjoying. But in my family, forcing me to get married. I told them, no, no, I don't want to marry. I don't want to marry a girl. I'm Tay Diggs, and this is You Had Me at Hello, the show where everyday people share their extraordinary stories of how they met and fell in love, and sometimes how things later fell apart. Love, its highs and lows, mess and drama, awkwardness and laughs. Come with us as we celebrate it all. This is Birthday Boys. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Let's start this story with the meet-cute. It begins like so many modern relationships, on an app. A young guy in his 20s, Deepak, is making a profile for a dating app called Planet Romeo. I was just feeling uh, I'm going to meet someone's own person. Choosing the right words for your dating profile is incredibly important. First impressions are everything. So, do you go for self-deprecating humor? Or do you write a long list of all the things you don't want in a partner? Or a longer list of all the reasons you're amazing? Deepak is a sincere guy, so he goes for an earnest, sincere line. He writes simply that it's his birthday soon, and he doesn't want to spend it alone. He gets a message almost straight away from a man named Ankur, asking him when his birthday is. So I replied him, 20th of September is my birthday. You're not going to believe this, but... My birthday is also same date. 
so we were shocked we thought uh, someone is kidding not just the same date but the same year and that's not all they are both artists and aspiring animators too Deepak decides it's a sign and eagerly starts chatting to Ankur. The pair soon learn they have even more in common. They're both new to the big city, having grown up in smaller places where their sexuality was not understood or accepted. Ankur is from the historical city of Gwalior. He's from a large, traditional Indian family and has four siblings. He's the youngest, and as a kid, he loved dancing and being the center of attention. He was pretty young when he began to notice he was different from his older brothers. I have feelings for guys. This is my problem. His family noticed too. Ankur was different, and they made it clear to him that they were unhappy about that. I can't talk like that because it's so feminine. Even my brothers also saying, "Why are you talking like that, girl? And why so girly? Don't do this. Don't." Do this. So they are ashamed of me. Ankur didn't really know much about homosexuality or what it meant to be gay. He just knew he had feelings for other boys. So I was very scared. I remember I used to crying in night time or on the way to school. Why God? Why you make me like that? I should change. The only place he saw gay people in a cultural context was in the movies, but the way they were portrayed made it even harder to embrace who he was. In Bollywood movies, every time they showcase gay man or transgender person as a bad guy who behave like man and who want to sleep with every guy. So I thought, no, no. If I am gay, I thought this is disease. and it's a curable it's very miserable for me because i i keep trying to change myself but i'm not matlab i'm not succeeding with almost everything he heard about homosexuality being negative and no one to talk to about his burgeoning feelings of same sex attraction ankur's teenage years were deeply confusing at one point he developed a crush on a fellow classmate but it didn't turn out to be the first love experience he'd hoped for one day he kissed me and i kissed him back so i was very scared no no what i am doing this is very bad so i um, stopped talking to him because i wanted to change myself i remember i i kicked him matlab mean i punched him i i don't want to talk to you please don't come to me near me i hate you and i think but uh, i really missed him while ankur was grappling with his identity Deepak was a few hundred miles away in the agricultural city of Gandia. Deepak was very reserved and quiet growing up. People would often comment on his kindness and soft-spoken voice. He loved dancing and used the money he earned from dancing in temple to buy a computer and make YouTube videos. Like Ankur He was pretty young when he realized he wasn't like the other kids in his class. I never got attracted to a woman ever or any girl in the class. So 
I felt what is this? Um, every boy is talking about girl in school, and I would have to keep quiet because I'm not interested. Deepak wondered how he could possibly reconcile the overwhelming societal pressures with what was in his heart. He decided the best course of action would be to ignore his feelings. I didn't try to come out, but I had decided we can stay single. So I don't need to tell them I am gay. I had decided I will not get married with a girl. Both Deepak and Ankur find growing up in their home cities restrictive. And soon, they've both successfully created the opportunity for a tremendous life change. In 2006, Ankur moves to the sprawling city of Delhi to study animation. Delhi, with all its hustle and bustle, cultural institutions, international connections, and cosmopolitan population is a place full of wondrous possibilities. Ankur thrives in his new setting. He's a sociable guy and soon makes lots of friends both in and outside of work. When I went to Delhi, it's like very awesome. I really enjoyed. So it's very new city for me. I came from very small town, but in Delhi is a big city. So I saw, thought so many good guys are there. <laughs> he also, for the first time, encounters a community of other gay people. So I, I thought, okay, and they are very vocal about it. So they told me something which I really liked, and they are clearing my thoughts. What I means, uh, no, you are not alone. This is not disease. In this new and more progressive environment, Ankur can't help but think about meeting someone. So Ankur decides to try a queer dating app. It's called Planet Romeo. I used to make my fake account and used to meet guys, talk to guys, sharing photos and pictures. And I'm exploring my sexuality and I'm exploring my sexual desires and everything. The app provides Ankur with some safety and control. He can talk to men without having to meet them. And he can discuss the parameters of any meeting before it takes place. He's enjoying this time of exploration, happy in his singledom and the freedom it gives him. But nothing lasts long term. After a few years, he gets his first job in another city called Hyderabad. But then a profile catches his eye. It's not someone looking for a casual fling, it's someone brave enough to be honest and genuine about their desire for something more. It's Deepak. When my birthday was coming, I started feeling lonely. Deepak has also come to Hyderabad to study animation. I... um created account in Planet Romeo and in status I had written that this time I don't want to be alone on my birthday so I'm looking for someone. I don't want to spend or celebrate my birthday alone so I asked him when is your birthday? So I replied him 20th of September is my birthday. 
Here they are, two guys new to the city. Same birthday, same dreams for a career in animation. They click immediately. They agree to meet that same evening. Has Deepak found his birthday companion? Or will this party have to end before it begins? Stick with us to find out. These days, you can't go anywhere on the internet without running into the most horrible takes. You know, your good old-fashioned homophobes, or your self-proclaimed alpha males, who are writing two-page articles titled, How to Score the Perfect Female in 10 Days. If you are just as sick of these outdated takes as we are, you will love our podcast, Outspoken, hosted by me, Sam Collins, and my incredible partner, Shannon. We are an LGBT couple who have seen it all, been called it all, and are ready to take on the never-ending world of outrageous online opinions. Each week, we bring you the most ridiculous videos, hot takes, and hellbent news we come across on the internet. So come laugh with us as we dismantle outdated ideologies and tear apart the most confident idiots on the internet on our podcast, Outspoken. You can follow and listen for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you are listening right now. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. After connecting on the app and getting on like a house on fire, Deepak and Anchor prepare to meet that evening. They decide to get something to eat, and the meal goes so well, neither of them want the night to end. We met and we had dinner, and we went to his home, and we went to his terrace. In the privacy of Anchor's home, he and Deepak feel more relaxed, more open, more in sync. So we talked, and I really liked him. And he's very innocent, jolly kind of guy. He was smiling and jumping. He's like athletic, and I like his positivity. While Ankur is enamored with Deepak's effervescent personality, Deepak is intrigued by Ankur's laid-back, down-to-earth demeanor. He was very cool-looking and not so show-off kind of clothes. He doesn't have any attitude. The thing I loved in Anku that he was being real. As the night draws on, the two become more comfortable in each other's company. It feels like they've known each other their entire lives. With romance in the air, they continue their evening under the night sky. We took ice cream and we went to our rooftop where full night and with stars. He said, okay, I'll put some music. So he said, he put some, I think, old Bollywood songs. Retro songs, yeah. (laughs) 
and i remember in full night we on the roof we just played some romantic song and we we are just dancing and then a love song that's not at all bollywood but is kind of retro starts playing uh there was a song i can be your hero baby <laughs> i was crying and i was saying see i just want you to be with me i want to be with you and we hugged each other and there underneath the glow of the moon and the stars serenaded by a crooning enrique iglesias the inevitable happens so we just are sharing our stories and after some time we just dancing mm, hugging and kissing and some romantic songs i don't know is anyone watching us or anything we just keep dancing and just enjoying the moment and we i don't remember when it's full night over and sun is start coming full night we are dancing and talking to each other it's feel wonderful i still remember my goosebumps are coming <laughs> that feeling is really awesome After a lifetime of feeling different and misunderstood, on this night, Ankur and Deepak find solace in each other. They bask in this sensation of freedom, the freedom to be themselves, and the freedom to fall for another man. I first see him, I fall in love <laughs> with him. This one is very special for me. I. thought yeah this is the one i don't know why but we clicked together like the stars above them that night the heat between ankur and deepak burns with an urgent intensity they begin a relationship and after just 3 months they decide to move in together but they are still living in a country where their love is criminalized and so they have no choice but to keep the real status of the relationship a secret I was not open to anyone around my friends and family I'm not open because that time also is it's gay is criminal offense in India like flowers need fertile soil to grow We as people do best in a nurturing and supportive environment. When society instead bombards you with negative messages about who you are, it's almost impossible not to internalize it on some level. So, even if you find someone you love and who loves you, you can also find yourself conflicted. And I'm st- still confused that time my, about my sexuality. I don't want to accept myself. I don't want to tell anyone. Deepak and Ankur are not the only queer Indians forced to love in private. 
There are no official statistics on how many people in India are part of the LGBTQ plus community, but some estimates put it around 8%, a staggering 104 million people. With the law looming over them, Ankar and Deepak hold on to each other and make the bold choice to continue loving each other. Sexual acts between men are seen as unnatural offenses, punishable by a 10-year jail term. And although the law is rarely used to prosecute people, police can use it as an excuse to harass and homophobia is expectedly rife. To protect themselves, they have to masquerade as friends and roommates. The closeness they enjoy in the safety of their own home makes it all worth it. I knew Deepak was the one when he's because he's very caring and very loving. So we'll make our small word and we'll stay. Deepak and Ankur continue to live together in secret for two years. But eventually, the demands of their society begin to intrude on the safe space they've created. So we are together for next two years and we are very happy and enjoying. But in my family, forcing me to get married, I told them, no, no, I don't want to marry. I don't want to marry a girl. Ankur's older brothers are already married. And as the last son, a supposed 20-something-year-old bachelor in a big city, it's his turn to wed. Finding a suitable partner for your child is a big responsibility for parents in India. In Ankur's traditional Hindu family, marriage is not just about the couple. It's a sacred act that results in the blending of two families. The pressure on Ankur to marry is real and persistent. His parents are doing their job finding potential wives, and they are insisting that he do his part and meet them. So they keep sending me pictures of girls. This is the one. Please talk to her. Come, we'll meet their family. Ankur cannot tell his family the truth. He cannot say that he has no desire to marry any woman at all. And he cannot reveal that he has already found his person that he loves, a man named Deepak. So instead, he tries to hold them off as best he can. So I keep canceling and we keep telling them I don't want to marry. But my mother is forcing me. As the months pass and the pre-marriage meetings are continuously avoided, Ankur's mother becomes increasingly suspicious. She doesn't know what exactly, but she surmises that something is going on between Ankur and Deepak, and she is convinced that Deepak is a bad influence on her son. My mother used to hate Deepak. Don't talk to this guy, he's a bad person. So she's forcing me to get married. I used to hate my mother because she's saying so many bad things and about Deepak's and me. I just want to run away. Despite his best efforts, Ankur begins to bow to his familial pressure. Although he genuinely loves Deepak, the weight of a life lived in secret, coupled with his parents' disapproval of a supposed unending bachelorhood, feels too heavy to bear for a lifetime. Questioning everything he's known about himself since he was a boy, he wonders if marrying the right woman would somehow fix everything. 
if he could perhaps be the man society and his parents want him to be after all. He had in mind that he might turn into straight. Uh, he wanted to see that does he have interest in a girl also. So he wanted to take this decision also. And I said for the mental support, whatever is your decision, I will be with you. I told him my family found one girl for me. I like her photo and pictures and de her details, what she's studying and doing job. So I told her maybe I'm going to meet her. So he said, okay, you go. Deepak hopes that by not creating resistance, Ankur will be able to more clearly see that he belongs exactly where he is, with him. But as time passes and Ankur warms to the idea of this arranged marriage, Deepak knows his only choice is to lovingly let him go. He can only watch as he loses Ankur to his family's approved bride. She used to message me on WhatsApp. I like uh, her attitude and how she's talking, so I thought, okay, I can marry her. So I can make my family also happy. So I thought, I told them, okay. And so, Ankur's family makes arrangements and his wedding date is set. When the day arrives, he realizes he isn't, as a good groom should be, thinking about the woman he is going to marry. Instead, he can't stop thinking about Deepak. He has to talk to him. Ankur picks up his phone and he makes a video call to the man he still loves. I show him my dress and we both are crying. We are not going to meet again. What is this? Deepak is crying. This very emotional time. Because that time I realized this is going to be really bad things to do. It's far too late to pull out. Ankur goes through with the wedding. Once married, he moves to Bangalore with his wife. He really likes his wife as a person. He can see why his parents chose her for him. If I was straight, I am really happy happily married with her but that's why I feel bad because she's very good she's giving me respect and she's very caring Ankur tries to settle into his heterosexual lifestyle but even in a new marriage and a new city his feelings for Deepak remain unable to repress what's between them the men continue to communicate Deepak even visits Ankur with his new wife present but once again they pretend to be nothing more than friends. I remember we used to hang out with Deepak. We all go to movies, restaurant. We are going together. Deepak eventually relocates to Bangalore, where Angkor lives with his wife. He finds a job in the building where Angkor works and starts a business serving lunch to Angkor and his colleagues. It might not be marriage, but he's definitely committed. I rented a house individually and I started making food and selling homemade food and I would deliver it to in the office where Ankur was working. So this was really hectic for me for doing every day. So I remember my office timing is 9 a.m. But 
I used to leave my house in 6 a.m. so I can spend time with Deepak. Ankur's decision to get married and move to Bangalore was in part because he wanted to avoid exactly what he now finds himself doing, living a double life. He's heard of people that make it work and he understands that for many it's the only way to exist with some authenticity in a country where your sexuality is seen as a crime. But it's not working for him. Ankur is feeling huge amounts of guilt about what he's doing to his wife. And at the same time, his family's hostility towards Deepak grows. Why has this friend followed their son from Hyderabad to Bangalore? His mother travels to Bangalore to stage an intervention. My mother came after 2 months. She told her don't let him meet with Deepak. Deepak is good is not good guy. So my wife also starts hating Deepak. So she said you are spending more time with him not with me. So in my house every day is fighting. Things start to escalate. Ankur's mother once came to my home and she started asking me are you both in physical relationship? To make matters worse, Ankur's wife arrives. and she started shouting very loudly since that day deepak has come to bangalore my husband had not sex with me she was shouting like this in front of his mother after then things has started very badly that ankur's father in law he was messaging me this is a crime i will send you in a jail you both of you i will send you in a jail members of Ankur's family get involved. His brother approaches Deepak and Ankur one day and threatens to hurt them both. I was just losing my mind and when his brother was uh, using so many bad words, I was thinking like hey, do I deserve these things? Why these all thing happening? So I was very hurt and afraid i was very scared that we will have to face ahead and what will be the next step will they really send us into jail and they will beat us and what will be happen so i'm feeling very sad and very guilty what what i did what this is wrong for girl i don't have any rights to ruin the girl's life deepak and ankur feel hopeless and scared Ankur's wife is distressed and frustrated. Everyone around them is angry. Both Ankur and his wife's family struggle to understand why Ankur is unable to participate fully in his marriage. Somehow they find themselves at another crossroads. Which road should they take? Do they part ways, walk the safe route and try again to live according to the societal norms, or do they step out on faith? and search for a path that leads to them being together find out after the break hey guys it's Shyan Davis you may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG 
or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. Looking to refresh your closet, home, or beauty routine this spring? Walmart's got all the stylish goods in one stop. From chic new looks and the latest makeup to quality furniture and tableware. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending for the hottest fashion, home, and beauty finds. Your style at Walmart. With Anker's marriage to his wife stalled and his family threatening the love of his life, he starts to experience an overwhelming sense of guilt and grief. The situation seems hopeless and he can't envision a way through that doesn't involve hurting someone he cares for. At his lowest moment, he can see no point in being alive anymore. I started animal rescuing because that time I feel very sad and I wanted to do suicide or something. Ankur cared deeply for his wife and felt strongly that she deserved to be with someone who could love her romantically, someone she could have a family with. In four months, I realized, no, no, I have to take a stand. So I told girl, I want divorce. So she said, no, no, it's okay, we'll stay. You, you can meet Deepak, it's fine. I don't want divorce because that time divorce is very taboo f- stigma for in India. Mm. But uh, I have to take a stand and talk with them. India has one of the lowest divorce rates in the world, and there can be a lot of stigma around it. Marriage, being a family affair, means that that stigma is carried by more than just the couple involved. The reputation of the whole clan hangs in the balance. It's understandable that Ankur's wife would rather help him keep his secret. But Ankur cannot go on living a lie. He speaks to a lawyer who tells him if there's any hint of his relationship with Deepak in the divorce proceedings, he's at risk of imprisonment. So, to protect them both, Deepak has to leave Bangalore. So, I thought, okay, Deepak, please take care of Maybe we can't talk to each other for like months. So please take care and we, we both are crying. He's saying, okay, don't worry, Ankur, be strong. Don't worry, everything gonna be fine. You're a strong man. We are just crying. 
एंड हगिंग ईच अदर Ankur is doing what he feels is right. But the only person who truly knows him and can provide him with the comfort he needs during this testing time is gone. I was alone here I can't talk to Deepak and I can't talk to anyone. I can't do anything because he is in Mumbai and I'm I'm in Bangalore so I can't meet him I can't talk to him because my lawyer told it's it's a criminal offense if your wife told this is going to ruin your life. and you can't get divorce easily Deepak is also suffering he's been there for Ankur patiently understanding when he married someone else he's moved to a new city to be with him and has now moved again because they have to be apart as flexible as he's been he's somehow still ended up alone he feels bereft so i i had lost all confidence i i was just like uh, feeling everything is finished over now there is nothing in my life against all the pressure ankur steals himself and keeps pushing forward he instructs his lawyer to begin divorce proceedings i have to face everything because it's my mistake i have to take a stand before only but uh, again i don't want to ruin girl life just like many gay people in india are doing this so i don't want that guilt so i told no no please listen to me you are going to be happy i i am not the one i can't give you that happiness who's you deserve i want to get divorced once again ankur faces pushback a lot of it but he stands his ground when he was at the crossroads with deepak He chose to find the path that would lead to them being together and he has to keep believing he can find it. While Ankur is embarking on his journey, something big is happening in India. For years, activists have been pushing for change and the end of legal suppression of the queer community. On September 6, 2018, The five-judge bench of the Indian Supreme Court partially strikes down Section 377 of the Indian Penal Code, decriminalizing same-sex relations between consenting adults. The impact of this landmark decision is felt by Ankur almost immediately. Now homosexuality is no longer illegal. The family's resistance to the divorce weakens. They said, "Okay, you want divorce? Okay, we'll give you divorce." but you have to give me this money to get divorce so i told okay okay i'll give you so i have to take loan and after that we went to a family court and up applied for divorce ankur gives his wife and her family a large sum of money and they agree to end the marriage the divorce proceeds and this stressful chapter ends The whole ordeal has been terrible for everyone and it's caused a huge rift between Ankur and his family. But he believes that love and being his authentic self is worth the heartbreak of losing his family. With his marriage behind him, it's time for Ankur to reunite with Deepak. After many months apart, missing and yearning for each other, 
they arranged to meet at Bangalore Airport. After everything they've been through, all the hiding and all the secrecy, they're finally about to meet as a couple who can love each other out loud. When their eyes meet at the airport, it's like a scene from one of those old Bollywood movies. Except this time, the queer people are the heroes. When I reunite with Deepak, it's very happy moment. I was running towards him and he also running towards me. And we just hugged each other in airport. When we reunited in 2019, Ankur was came with his friends to airport to meet me. They say all time he talks about you only. <laughs> so I was feeling so special that I was missing this moment. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> Reunited, and it feels so good. The time spent apart hasn't cooled the heat between them. If anything, they feel closer and more deeply connected. They also can't help but feel uplifted by the Supreme Court's momentous decision. I can hold his hand, I can kiss him, I can hug him freely. And I can introduce him as a my partner. We are gay partner. This feel awesome and after... Passing the law, we are very confident. We can f freely speak about it. In 2018, when it was legalized, I made a, a video on a YouTube for the concept that it has been legalized. And Deepak continues to upload inspiring videos to his YouTube channel, documenting his and Anko's story. Right now, in our life is going on so smoothly we are motivating and inspiring to other people also to being gay is not wrong they don't need to marry a woman just because of the pressure of society and they have to educate their parents also still in india so many still they have to change so many laws because in india we can't marry same sexual partner we can't adopt still so many things maybe after some of years they'll pass some more law it's been 13 years since Ankur joined a dating app looking for a birthday companion 13 years since he found Deepak his birthday twin and they met and spent a night underneath the stars they've shared a lot of birthdays since then some happy some sad and apart but now they are back together and looking forward to a lifetime of shared birthday celebrations. Ankur continues to work in movie animation, and Deepak has returned to his career too. He's worked on the 3D effects for blockbuster movies like Beauty and the Beast and Kong Skull Island, and now works in gaming animations. After so long of feeling adrift, he has regained his confidence. Homophobia is still prevalent, 
but change is happening. Through increased visibility, like Deepak's YouTube channel, the queer community are able to dispel the myths surrounding homosexuality, and more and more people are able to learn that their queer cousins are nothing to fear. Ankur knew things really were changing when his estranged dad turned up at their house unannounced. He was nervous, but his father wasn't there for a fight. He asked me, okay, you and Deepak are good friends. You want to stay together and I like Deepak. He's very good and you don't want to leave now. You are going to stay together because he's concerned about my future. Deepak not going to leave you can some bond or contract something because it means marriage in India. We both are very shocked because we never thought my father can talk to me like that. I never thought my father will accept me. Deepak finds support from his family too. Deepak's family always give me full support and respect or taking good care of me. And I think her mo- his mother is very good and supportive. An anchor also stays in touch with his ex-wife's family, who he was delighted to hear is happily married with children. Angkor and Deepak really want to tie the knot themselves. But while things have improved, there's still a long way from true equality. In October, India's Supreme Court declined to legalize same-sex marriage. But that won't stop them. As uh, marriage is not still legal in India, we are planning to have engagement. Yankur wants to celebrate it very nicely and with uh, lots of friends and party and all. And I just want it should be with our close ones at home. The couple have set a date to have an unofficial wedding ceremony. Their marriage will be like any other, a sacred event and a joining of families. Now our life is very wonderful. We have two kids, we have two dogs now, and we are just living life just like a normal couple. Their kids are two gorgeous rescue dogs, but they hope that one day they will be able to adopt a child. Ankur and Deepak have found their happy ending, despite everything. Ever since that first night together, eating ice cream and dancing under the stars, Ankur and Deepak have held on to each other. They were and are resolute, and whatever happens, their love is not going anywhere. To borrow from Enrique Iglesias, Ankur and Deepak are each other's heroes. Here's to them, standing by each other forever. Deepak, I love you because you're very innocent. Your eyes are beautiful. Your smile is wonderful. Your smile made my day. I I think I can't live without you. I can't breathe without you. You made my life whole. You fulfill with happiness. I love you. You are the person in my life. I see my father. Father. In you. I see my mother in you. I see a very close friend to me. I don't know what would be the life 
if you would not be there you are the amazing support of my life you are means you have given me another life I'm Tay Diggs, and this has been You Had Me at Hello. If you have an incredible love story, please reach out to us at lovestories at sonymusic.com. We'd love to hear it. You Had Me at Hello is a Sony Music Entertainment production. It's hosted by me, Tay Diggs. This episode was produced by Georgia Mills and Jaja Mohammed. The series producer is Martha Miller. The production coordinators are E.K. Egbatolo and Lily Hambly. It was written by Femi Keeling and the production team. Alciona Mick composed the original music. Scoring and sound design by Tom Drew. Isis Thompson, Louisa Field, and Tay Diggs are the executive producers. Special thanks to Jez Nelson, Chris Skinner, and Julia Stephenson. <laughs>